And welcome back to the Headcanon Podcast. If you're new here, we have a fresh and hot episode every Tuesday on YouTube. Anywhere else you can find Get Your Podcast. You can also keep up with the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Discord. Links below. I'm Crockett. That's Brian. Yep. And we have a special guest today, Mel, <laughs> from Militia Society. Yeah, Mel. So Mel is an artist and a small business owner. I think we met at the Queen City Anime Con. Did I take your picture at that con? Um, you, you were, were in Makima? I was in like um, the big like, not the big group shots, yeah. but the separate ones. Like we were doing like a video. Yeah, we did a. Vi- uh, so, that was a uh, welcome to Queen or this is Queen City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a video that I shot. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So nice. I was in that one, and I don't think I was any of the Makimas that got like solo shots. Maybe a couple. I can't remember. Do you remember how you got into that? Uh. Which I, I do because I that so I was running around. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I got in, I was set in charge of doing the photo shoot for the Chainsaw yeah. Man cosplayers that day. And I, there was a change where they because it was supposed to be outside and it started oh, raining, it started started raining, raining yes. and then there was no way to communicate that to any of the cosplayers. Yeah, so I just took it upon myself. I'm like, well, I was left in charge of this, so <laughs> I'm just going to run like crazy, Figure find anyone that's dressed in chainsaw man attire and just <laughs> tell them that we're meeting in, in this weird little area that we kind of just picked. The funny thing about that is that you hired me as your photographer for that. You like put me as a photographer yeah. down for that. I saw Crockett for three minutes during that entire photo shoot. Right. And then he was legging it all around the, the fucking place trying to figure yes, it out. Yes, I was trying. So I think it was, um, was that a three-day con? Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think on Friday there were like rumors of like, oh, there's going to be like a Chainsaw Man photo shoot. The, I can't even remember if it was Saturday or Sunday when the photo shoot was. But yeah. um, it was like rumors of that. And I was like telling every Chainsaw Man cosplayer or they <laughs> tell me. And I was like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> And then we were like all looking on like stuff and we're like, we can't find it anywhere. So it was like word of mouth things. And then I think I had um, like left my booth at that point and I was like on the way to find someone that knew where we were going to go. And then you're like, I think you were dingy without the head. So like you're like running around, like finding people. I was like, perfect. Where do we go? (laughs) And so then by the time I got there, because I'm running a booth and like everybody else is just enjoying their time. So I'm more... um, I'm a bit later on the draw, so I got to the end, tail end of, like, the outdoor, like, Makima photo shoot. Gotcha, yeah, because there, there yeah. was another one, like, after us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but I yeah. took a whole bunch of pictures that day. It was mm-hmm. super chaotic. Queen City was a really, really fun con. Um, but, yeah, so you said you were just running a booth. Did you tell the people, like, what it is that you sell, like, what you run for a booth? Yeah, I sell um, a collection of, like, different objects. Items um, and things. So, uh, Militia Society started with like just cardi cows and different things like that. So, I sell cardi cows in my booth. I sell um, prints, big prints, and small prints. And I also sell like bookmarks that have like front and back. They're really cute. Um, and then I have some holographic things to choose from as well, like cardi cow or sticker. They can go in water bottles, anything like that. And then I also have um, uh, 
the calendar right now. So that's really fun. Yes, I have a calendar. So it has like a lot of the art prints in that together. And it looks really nice. It's like a villain calendar though. So that's amazing. And this is your own artwork that you're creating. It is not. I am more of a brand than I am anything else. So um, me is basically like a brand. I commercially commission art and artists And so I'll be selling their stuff, but the car decals are my own designs fully like that. So that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. My car's like decked out, like on the back. They're like my little family. That's how I knew when I pulled into a parking (laughs) lot. I'm like, that's must, that must be Mel. Yeah. 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 I'm also Honda Civic gang. Yeah. Doesn't your car say like some weep shit? Yeah, yeah, it does. It has. I think if you own a Honda Civic, that's like a qualification (laughs) to actually have one. So it's a high assignment or something like that. You know, on the way here, mm-hmm. I was so I have murdered out headlights. So I cannot see. I have like it's like five percent tint on my headlights. Yeah. Is and that I, safe? Is that legal? No. It is <laughs> and I finally got it. So I went to Brian's house like last week to stream the game awards. And I was and I could not see anything. It was raining, and I'm like, I that can't. Road is dark as hell. Too. I could not see in front of me. I was yeah. like, because typically I don't have to really drive at night, and I've yeah. had these I had my headlights tinted for like like six months or something. Yeah. And I'm, I've never really had a drove at night too much. Not enough to where it's like, it's like in the way. But when I was driving to Brian's house, I was like, I cannot see anything. So right before I was coming here, I was trying to like pick off my, like <laughs> the, the tent. And uh, I was like busting up my uh, fingernails and everything. Did you put the tent on yourself? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. nice. But like, it, it's it's important to note. I just realized because I'm so used to cosplay because we talk mm-hmm. to a lot of people that cosplay all yeah, the time. Yeah, you're dressed in cosplay. You're yes. cosplaying as as ghetto. Yes. Just in case anybody yes. was wondering, yes. Suguru ghetto. Is Jujutsu Kaisen your favorite? Um, Chainsaw Man's probably my favorite. Let's go. Dude, Chainsaw Let's Man. Go. Yeah, Jujutsu is like number two. So yeah. like it's it's not far behind. I just like Chainsaw Man. Just like. <laughs> I got the book the first day it came out, like in English, like printing. Like I oh, was really? there. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend suggested me, like, he was like, Oh, I hear of this. It's like supposed to be pretty good. And then I was like out at a comic store and I was like, Well, I'm buying this. And then I read it. And then I read almost the entirety of the story within like two days at that point. So <laughs> I feel like every yeah. every person <laughs> that's like, into Chainsaw Man does like that. <laughs> like they just read the entire thing in fullity. But when you go back and you try to recall like someone's name, you're like, oh. I have no idea who oh, this character it's so is. so bad. Yes, yes. Like, yes, exactly. I, it's like when you binge it, you can't remember it. So you always have to read it like a little, second like, time. Little like little details, later on. yeah. Yeah. Right out the window. I'm, yeah. I'm purely an anime watcher. I Like I got into it. So by the time <laughs> that we did the, the Queen City photo shoot, oh, I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> who any of the people were. So Crockett left me in a room full of like Makimas and powers. And I had no idea who anyone, at, mm-hmm. anyone was. And that's how I got into Chainsaw Man. And it's been, ah, dude, it's my favorite anime. So you're anime still so an anime only. I'm still right? an anime only. I'm okay. waiting for this season of the anime to be done and then catch up with the rest of the man. You need to, dude, we're, we're yeah. even done with Chainsaw Man. We're, we're on part two now. <laughs> I know, it, I know. <laughs> wait, so why do you mean you're done with Chainsaw Man? Uh, well, like there's it's part two, like a different character. Though? No, it's the yeah. same character, but there's a, 
the entirety of the first run is yeah. like called, I guess now part one. Gotcha. And then now we're on part two where it has, um, you remember the girl that was like stomping on the chicken yeah. and you probably had no <laughs> idea. That's actually part two. Yeah. Okay. That had, that, yeah. that chapter had came out like a couple weeks right before Queen City. So yeah, it was like, so many people were like, oh my gosh, did you see like part two is out at Queen City? I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm too. so excited. That's like one crazy <laughs> thing about like cosplayers, like they're right on the fucking edge of sometimes of like. No, this this came out and someone already has like a cosplay yes. of it. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how you guys do it because like every time I read some news, someone tells me that it's been out for six weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's been out for like oh yeah, no, we knew that. I want to mm-hmm. do. I actually actually already have a Yoru cosplay, but I haven't like tried it on and everything yet. Which Yoru is like in the new like part two. Of, gotcha. Not like big spoiler, just a different character. So anyway, um, I have like her cosplay, and um, I really want to get like that sword thing she has like made oh right yeah without spoiling yeah. that too much i don't know but yeah I we'll really leave it at that really want to yeah. make that <laughs> god i'm so excited to catch up with chainsaw man oh it's so good i'm actually not caught up on the anime but i've read the manga so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> so i wanted to you mentioned that you're kind of like a unified like a brand and then you just commission mm-hmm. artwork and then sell the yeah. artwork. Like, how does that how does that work um it's pretty much uh I, I work like another job or mm-hmm. I always do like multiple things. So along the way I was selling my car decals and I was like, I just really want to like have art and I don't have the capability, like the time and everything to sell, like to make and then produce and then sell and also run a business. Right. I'm an artist, but I'm not at the level that I also want to be and, you know, like hypercritical of yourself and everything. So it's a lot easier to work with artists to get exactly what you want or you create these great bonds with these people and they're so lovely and to work with and you can work with them multiple times. Like I work with so many artists from like different places, like just everywhere, like Mexico. I work with a couple of girls in Ukraine. So oh, wow. oh, really? they've been really fun to work with. Um, I work with like a couple artists here in the States, but for the most part, I work with like artists like pretty consistently. So I have like this collection of people that I've worked with and um, they, you pay for commercial rights. So Mm -hmm. that is you paying an extra fee or whatever they want to charge. It can be double, it can be triple, it can be whatever they feel is necessary to charge you. based upon the fact that you were going to be make, making money off their art gotcha. versus like a regular like commission where somebody draws your character for a hundred bucks, I would be paying like 200 or So you're not licensing now. You're, you're just buying a, the, the selling rights. Yes. Okay. So yeah, it's like, um, I would have to pay them extra to then sell the work at cons and okay. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then it's like just outright, like you always, you always have that or do you yeah. use it for like a, just a certain amount of time? Some, sometimes, no, I haven't had anything be like, oh, you can only use it for like this amount of time or um, nobody's said anything like it's that. It's like you so commission those I, pieces and then yeah. the, that so piece So they're like my companies yeah. or my pieces that I can use. Sometimes I'll have them, they'll ask me like, well, what are you going to do with it? And I'll be like, I'm need it for a bunch of stuff and need it for like I wanted to do like car decals with it at first like maybe like the slaps like the rectangular decals with like color but then I decided to do like the prints and um the bookmarks um and do different things with that and I also have like flags now too but I haven't like quite gotten those 
underway completely. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I like to use the art for like a multitude of different things. And they're like totally fine with that. Like you just let them know if they ask like ahead of time, because some don't really care what you do with it. They just like, you know. So how'd you get like started into like uh, reaching out to other artists. So you're an artist. You started off just selling out yeah, card like decals. Yeah, like my own stuff. Yeah. And I also, like, prior to this, actually, this is kind of funny, um, trivia into brand prior to it being what it is right now, I was selling, like, Sukuna Fingers. Like, oh, hell I yeah. made them. And I was selling those. Um, and they were, like, really cool. They, like, were doing great on Etsy. Um, and so I had been making Sukuna Fingers and stuff like that and um, different, like, little things that involved like clay or eva foam and different things so i am good at like making props and stuff like that it's just they're very time consuming yeah. and it like when you're hunched over like this for so long your back <laughs> just hurts yeah. so bad so i was having like issues with that and i was like i just gotta find something else i can do <laughs> so i thought of like cardi cows because i started making cardi cows because i was so um I, I really wanted some for my car and I could not find what I wanted. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm gonna just <laughs> buy all the materials to do it myself and sell them. So then I started selling those on Etsy as well. But um it pretty much started with just my perseverance of wanting certain characters for my car and different things like that. So that's really yeah. damn cool. Yeah. I admire that. If you can't find them, just make it yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then monetize it. You only it have to buy an entire cr- cr- cricket. Okay. Cricket. Yeah, yeah, cricket. Yeah. 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 You only have to buy like one of those. It's only three hundred dollars. It's no biggie. And then all the vinyl but and yeah. everything else I like, mm-hmm. need to do. But yeah, I mean so you, you started yeah. off like just doing like you bought a cricket and mm-hmm. then just started printing off stuff like that. <laughs> Which like I'm like um I'm like designing like the character and stuff like that on like illustrator and different things like pen tooling and like drawing and different stuff like that um taking different images like referencing them and making my decal and then um the decal gets uploaded into the cricket and then i'll cut that design whatever it may be so So every like um, everything that comes out you're hand cutting it all and everything like that yeah like um i have i i do it most of the time but i also have like my friends and stuff like help me sometimes (laughs) because like i got like super overwhelmed like especially when like mujin train demon slayer came out i had like just uploaded some like demon slayer stuff on etsy and oh my gosh it was just like i've cut so many like Rengoku stuff. It's like crazy. Um, yeah, but it's just kind of like, all Rengoku orders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when that movie, that movie had like a vice grip on it. They grabbed everybody. Yeah. I know yeah. that you're not a huge Demon Slayer guy. Demon Slayer goes so hard. It's, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's art. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, okay. The last season, the, like that animation, I was like oh, yeah. taken oh my back. Gosh, oh my yes. Jesus Christ. It looked like the it's getting to the point. It was super like, beautiful too. The no movie one? was oh, like yeah. super yeah. beautiful and I didn't really like that arc too much when I was like reading it, but just seeing it play out on screen was like a completely different experience for yeah. me. <laughs> My girlfriend said the exact same thing. She was yeah. like, oh, when I read it, it was really good. I was but like, seeing an animator mm-hmm. is like fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. I that's, feel the same. That's always the funniest. I saw one meme one time about like, manga readers reading like a fight sequence and they're like this is this is so good in my head this looks so cool and they have no idea how it's actually going to be animated 
The fight goes so hard. Yeah, and it's just like just like a bunch of like kinetic like just drawings. Oh, especially on like Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening with this domain expansion. I'll just see when it's animated and see what everybody else see gets. You know what's funny I have about the no change? idea, absolutely none. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like that, and then uh, voices, how people sound. Because I'm getting oh, hit with like yes. the Chainsaw Man anime, yes, where I'm it. like, this does not. This character did not sound how I pictured it in my head. My head cannon. That's really. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit the drum. Hit the drums. There we go. Yeah, I am so glad I pressed the right button. Um, yeah, that's a that's a really fun thing. I've never. All the voices always sound like how I imagine them to sound. Maybe I just like everybody just speaks in my voice when I read them, and I just like. <laughs> everyone sounds, like, sounds just like you. Yeah, everyone sounds just like me. And it's just like yeah, of course that guy sounds like that. Uh, so th- you were talking about like, I don't know if you finished, but you were talking about how malicious society started. Yeah. How did you? How did the brand element start for it? Like, mm-hmm. is there story behind this? Is it like just the name, or like just deciding I wanted to do a brand? Just in deciding general. you wanted to do it. Um, I was not really working, like I guess, like you know, an adult job yet, where like your entire soul is put into the nine to five and doing different things like that, and so I. Um, Started selling the Sakuna fingers in like November. I think it might have been like 2020, 2019. I can't remember right now. But it was one of those years, and I got started with that. And when I was working, I had like a different name at the beginning because I just couldn't decide on a name. And then I was like choosing between a few things, and I was like, I just really want to like do stuff for like people that really like like villains and like the same stuff I do. I was like, I cannot be the only person here that like likes the bad <laughs> characters more than the good ones. I'm gonna focus on that mainly, but like obviously my car decals I kind of do like everything. Yeah. But like for the prince is the much heavier focus on like villain prince than like like I have like Tengen as like Demon Slayer. Yeah. But I have Daki Kokoshibo Akaza, yeah, <laughs> like I have like everybody else, but no, I have like and like Nezuko, but she's in demon form. Yeah. So like I have like a bunch more prints that are just like more so heavily focused on like that's a pretty cool evil idea to like do art, but also like target like a very specific. Yeah, market of it. I mean that's like pretty much how marketing goes. You yeah. kind of like want to do it like a shotgun blast, but that's not really gonna pinpoint and narrow down like whatever niche you're going to yeah yeah you'll grow um, a lot faster if you have a niche so, audience like, yeah so like i want to focus on like villains or like bad guys or like just different things in general like that like so it, it works yeah. well enough i'm just terrible at um like marketing myself because i've been working another job and i just it's I like totally it's it. like social media is exactly what I'm doing at that job. And so when I get <laughs> I can't do social media. It's so rough. I totally get that. I, I recently up until recently I was a content creator for a marketing agency. Mm-hmm. And then so I would edit seven hours a day and then I would have to come home on a Friday and then spend three more hours like cutting yeah. together the show. Mm-hmm. Or like making a video. It, it eats away at you after a while. Yeah, I, I just so long. I got so burned out last I guess it was around a year ago. I just got really burned out. And then my efforts started going into like conventions and like figuring out how I was going to make that work. So that's where a lot more of my effort went this past year. And now I want to get back into like the creation of products because I was having to buy a lot and um, make a lot for these conventions. And it's kind of like put a lack on like my actual like um, 
like production right. of like buying say like I want to do a bag like I don't but like say I did <laughs> um, so it's like I you have to spend so much time talking to manufacturers or whoever to get said thing done and it's it's an exhausting process because especially when the time zones are completely off because yeah. most of the manufacturers are like Chinese factories and their time zone is completely flipped from ours. So you yeah. have a very limited window to like actually talk with people if you're getting products manufactured in that way. Or just wake up at like 3 a.m. and be like, hey, I, I got some <laughs> you orders. Know, you know, I am up till like four most nights. So it's <laughs> <laughs> that's a, But that's the price of like small business ownership yeah. that like a lot of people don't talk about. It's kind of like all of the tiny little hoops that you have to jump through. The logistics people, like, of everything. Yeah, that people yeah. don't see. Uh, yeah, it, and a lot of the time it's like it's just like one person and like some of their friends or something like that. So yeah. it really is like you are on your own and you're your own boss. And if you're doing a terrible job, it's going to just be your own fault, which is <laughs> yeah. the hardest thing. Um, like if you're not like managing your time properly, like that's on you. And that's like that's rough because, you know, Everybody struggles with different things, and that's probably the hardest aspect is just, like, getting off your ass and doing things you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, not having, like, not having the funds to, like, hire somebody to do the thing that you know that you can't do all that well. Yeah. I would love to outsource some, some, some shit. Like, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I know. If, if you have, like, the funds to, that's, like, the best that's like the best thing you could do yeah. to like manage your time. Like I've had friends help me with like decals and different things like that because I truly like did not have the time or capacity to do it all by myself. It could probably start to get really like overwhelming, right? Yeah. Especially like, like when Demon Slayer <clears throat> came out. Yeah, that was that was insane. Like it was like I'd be at work and then I'd come home and work more. And then, like, my, so my mom would have been helping, like, do stuff throughout the day, like, say, cutting the decals, like, just yeah. explaining, like, the process of how to do, like, that. Um, so, like, people can do as much, like, as you ask, but it's still, like, it's still just so overwhelming. Oh, yeah. You're not Amazon Prime. You're not getting this belt. Absolutely not. Nobody. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but the best part is, like, sometimes... Like, customers don't really understand that you're not Amazon Prime or that you work a lot of stuff. Luckily, my experiences have been really great. But because I am, like, a small business owner, I work with a ton of other um, – or not work with, but I associate with and am friends with, like, a lot of other, like um, – brands or mm -hmm. artists in general and yeah it, i see them post all the time like i am just one person like i am <laughs> one mere mortal like please like i will get everything out but i just need like the time to properly pack like 200 orders and i'm like yeah <laughs> i see those posts all the time from mm -hmm. from artists especially like digital commissioners they get like 50 orders every one of those trying to like oh, five yeah. hours like we, at, least. at least like yeah. some yeah. of my artists are like I don't understand how like these like I've seen them post about it. they're like I don't know how people draw fast because for me it's like this very slow like paint drying process <laughs> like <laughs> it's so slow so what was your what was your transition like from like working like selling stuff for Etsy and then going mm -hmm. to conventions and starting getting into that market that's a pretty um I just pretty much like want more people to know about the brand and I let me think about this I am pretty sure I got banned on Etsy <laughs> like, oh. like around the time 
When was it? Okay, so my first convention was this past March. So I think I was off of Etsy in December, maybe like four months prior. Yeah. So what, what happened there? Um, I had like. <laughs> You got to be so careful selling on Etsy because copyright will get you. Um, Uh It's pretty much copyright strikes. And they were like, they were like just dumb. They were so dumb. And I was just (laughs) like, they were from six months ago. I was like, can't y'all just let it slide? Like, I don't even have anything like that up anymore. The problem was I had gotten an email that was like, you need to take these listings down. And I was like, okay. And I did. But then like. I, I was going to, like, re-edit things to be, like, yeah. less conspicuous. Like, it'd be fine. <laughs> then um, uh, I went to work, and then I came back, and I saw another email. It was like, you've passed your final warning. Like, uh. basically, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I thought, like, my store would be closed down, like, six months prior. So when it when it lasted six more months, I was like, dang, this is great. And, um, yeah, no, it's it's gone now. But I... <laughs> It'd be really funny if Etsy, this managed to slide the whole time. <laughs> Etsy is really, truly, if you're starting out, be super careful on um, the words you use, the names you use, everything like that. Like, just don't use any. Um, and uh, <laughs> and um, but it's it's a great exposure piece. Um, but exposure is only going to do so much because. The people that are buying from you on Etsy are not really going to be following you or buying from you on other platforms. Right. They're just there to get like an item and be gone pretty much. Um, so I would say it'd be a better idea to maybe like dual have a store, like which is what I was doing, which mm-hmm. was like having an Etsy and then also having my own store and like make friends in the community with other people um, or different stuff like that. Like that's probably the best thing you can do because then you can be in like group giveaways or different things and more people are going to find out about you if they like, you know, a bigger accounts will generally be very nice and like enjoy your product if your product is good. So right. um, I would say Etsy is less of a platform to last on. For the most part, it's a good stepping stone. They take so many fees. Yeah. They take a huge, incredibly huge amount of fees. And that was like my big issue there. I don't really miss being there and I don't really miss the exposure of it. (laughs) I, they take so many fees when I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And then they even upped the fees since then. Oh, wow. So they take an, it's like rent, insane amount of fees. Yeah. For an electronic store, that's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read, I remember a while ago, Etsy was one of those stores that was hit with a lot of controversy for like just an absurd amount of fees or like yeah. not being super nice to its creators. Yeah. So. They just keep, they word it so nicely when they slap another like percent fee on you too. And I'm like, <laughs> that email sucks, man. <laughs> um, like a lot of my friends, like, you know, it's Etsy is Etsy is just a good stepping stone, truly. And like, if you manage to like avoid the copyright police, like, congrats to you. Um, it does help to like sell there, but pretty much like, once like you know, the fees, the taxes, the effort that goes into it, it's like it's really like. I crunched the numbers. It really wasn't worth being on there. I was yeah. like, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine. You're like staring anything. at a cat. You're like, I am at I'm a loss. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this in the negatives? No, yeah, it's it's um, it's it's just a stepping stone. It's really nice. That's why I kind of got into conventions because I was like, I want to 
see more people. Yeah. I want to sell to more people. And if I can't sell at Etsy, I can sell in person. So I drive to a lot of conventions and stuff like that, like up and down like the East Coast, um, but not like too far because I'm driving. I know a lot of people fly though. Like a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. I met a lot of uh – like a lot of traveling, even traveling cosplayers, that mm-hmm. they just go to the cons to like model the the cosplays and like make money that way. Yeah, there's a lot of travel and yeah. like just going to cons and stuff like They're, that. Yeah, I have no idea how these people put faith in, um, you know, uh, the airport agents to get their packages <laughs> there. That, that but was like that my... causes me so much anxiety. I don't think I can do it yet. Yeah. Uh, like that would be like the one hangout, like for sure. Like just be like, well, what is this? All this, I would get arrested, or or just <laughs> like arrested. losing all your stuff. Yeah. Like someone just loses about like a- someone like literally like you know you get to the convention like a day early and it's like your packages don't. And sure. I'm like, well, what do you do there then? Like you're just screwed. So you start drawing doodles quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just whip those out in my blank booth. Maybe mm. I'll make back um five dollars <laughs> out of that three hundred dollar deposit. That's crazy. So how does how does that whole you started doing your your conventions to see more? Is yeah. that process like crazy? It um, seems crazy. From from my nan of somebody that doesn't tell, it seems fucking insane. Uh, to like all the to go do. from like basically zero and it being like me doing everything at home to then having to like I am hand cutting like like hand peeling I guess like it's peeling the decal design off mm-hmm. like. I carry those with me and to have all of those things like hand done like that is some serious effort because the prints is is easy. You just commission them and then you make like some color corrections because like the printers are going to be like, I actually do a lot of the backgrounds for my prints because I have them do like the character and then I'll like make a cool background for it because I'm a graphic designer. And so I like... Um, doing design things more than I do like art things, I guess nowadays. And, um, but so like the prints are pretty easy because you just have to like, um, get them finished artistically and then you send them somewhere and you get them printed and then they come to you and then you just like bring those around with you, which is like fine. The harder part is the decals for me because they're like hand done products. And I mean, I'm sure other people that bend also have hand products, like um, especially those like crochet, like little critters you'll see yeah. like for sale. Oh my God, those would like, oh. <laughs> those, those would take some time. Um, but yeah, so like to like hand make stuff or put money into it, like that scares me so much with like traveling with like certain things. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Going from basically just doing everything at home to then, like, bringing it all with you at cons isn't, like, that crazy, but you have to have so much stockpiled for the cons, which is, like, the crazier part. And then you have to um, be on your game at, like, being aware when, like, cons are opening their applications for applying because they can open it a year early or they can open it, like, three months before the convention. You really have no idea because some of them aren't very active on their social. So and it's just kind of on you to like figure so, it out. So yeah, you gotta like really pay attention to that, that is, stuff. Yeah, um, some some conventions do not like up to date yeah. some of their like websites or mm-hmm. discords or a lot of stuff will be like. Yeah. There was like I think it was Ichiban kind of was looking at recently, and it was <laughs> the. Like you click out this link and it's like stuff from like two thousand and nine yeah. or something. I'm like, great. 
Well, like, oh. Why is this the opening page or something? There's some, like, social media of theirs is, like, super old. And, like, they now have, like, I guess uh, they have a con with, like, um, Bonsai, Triad, and Ichiban. Yeah. I think they're, like, It's like you can get a, You can get, like, person. a season pass for so, it. So, like, but what I'm saying is, like, their socials is all on, like, one thing. But then you'll find, like, their socials before they had, like, that one thing. And it's, oh, like, God. 10 years old or something yeah. like that. So <laughs> I was, like, um, how do I find, like, the actual? So some of these are, like, really hard to track down. Like, it's just uh, a process, really. And then when you're trying to get dates and you're trying to figure <sighs> yes. this out. And then there's deadlines for those dates. Yes. And it's kind of like, it's not like an organization. It's just kind of like a group of people that like someone's working. <laughs> yeah. to, this is their second job and they will mm -hmm. check the email when they can get time to do it. Yes, very much so. Yeah. That does feel like the spirit of like a lot of like the like geek culture in general. Mm -hmm. it, it always just feels like it's a bunch of people that are like really interested in this one thing. And we're all just by the seat of our pants trying to figure out how the fuck to make it work. It is. It's almost like a hobby that's bled over into their like <laughs> normal main life. Yeah, just keep sticking a little bit more space and more space for a while. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, so yeah, so I guess like the stockpiling process is just like the really crazy part. Yeah, for... plus like I got a lot of um, different. Uh, you know, I have to have. Well, everybody does. You have to have like. <clears throat> Or be creative on, like, what you want to use to display your stuff. So you have right. to buy, like, a bunch of display stuff. Like, um, there's these, like, little cubicle things that you can, like, take apart. And those are, like, godsend. Like, I swear, like, if you, like, actually look around, like, half the people there use them. And then they're, like, have the big tripod things um, that hold all the prints up. So yeah. I was, like, when I went to, like, Ichiban Con last time, I wasn't bending there or anything like that. I was just going as a guest and I was like looking around at everything and I was like, okay, these people are displaying prints <laughs> with this and uh, I don't, and like some people will display the prints like with just like taping them up every single convention they go to but I was like looking at some other people and they had like hooks that like hooked theirs and I was like, I want to do that because that makes yeah. it really easy to like fold down and fold up every con and I can just bring them with me and not have to like set up really. I like to make things like as simple as possible to set up and tear down without being yeah. like wasteful and stuff like that. So I just like like it's it's a very like quick process. It takes like maybe hour and a half to set up, but like tear down process is like we can do it in like twenty five minutes probably. <laughs> we're like so, we're like demon speed on it. So just yeah, tearing shit down. Yes. Yeah, you're like <laughs> yeah, we're like we are done here. Um, yeah. So take a bath. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't I don't experience much at the cons aside from just the con and then like dying in the hotel room. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you were going to conventions before you wanted to start selling at them. I've only been to maybe like three conventions in my life. And um, I went to one and I met one of my like really good friends. She's an artist alley. So I had a few. So I got to talk to her and like figure out like more stuff for what to do at conventions and like what to expect and just different things like that. Um, so if you have someone to talk to, it's like, it's like an easier process. You're less stressed and worried about stuff. Um, so I was good friends with her and, um, yeah, is the, yeah. So a lot of the stuff I'm just doing 
myself. I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm gone right now. I've no, it's, <laughs> no, this definitely happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so like you, you were going to conventions, and then yeah. you ran into when you met a friend, yeah. and then you kind of got the details got of to, like what yeah. to do next. That's always then, super helpful. And then your Etsy store gets yeah. shut down. What that? <laughs> and then and now and then you got the idea of like going to conventions and stuff like that, right? <laughs> you got DMC hard. Yeah, and then- <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, from like six months prior, that felt real nice. Yeah. Um, hey, d- hey, don't feel bad. This is exactly We'd- the process. This was yeah. really funny about this, but yeah, I actually went to Galaxy Con Raleigh, which is like a really big convention, and it's really fun. And um, that's where I met my friend, and that's when I got to like talk and stuff about that. So I was like thinking of ways to like further my brand back in July when I went to that convention, and then in. Is it January? Ichiban? Yeah. Yeah. So then yes. I went to that one in January and got to like, I was like, I'm set on doing this. Let me just like take photos of stuff. Let me just like look at everything to like figure out what exactly I need. And then You're I taking notes. You're like, did, little like Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like photos on my phone. And then um, I went to GalaxyCon Richmond in March that year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that was the first one I attended at was a Galaxy Con. That was uh, the first one you started selling at? Yes. And I was beside my friend. <laughs> so that was really fun. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Can you yeah. run us like the process of like going, like looking it up and then applying and then be like, okay, I need to go and buy all this stuff. Yeah. So a lot of the time I am pretty much aware roughly when cons are happening and a lot of the time their application is like roughly like let's say like eight months prior like you you need to apply so you're ultra instinct on it you're like you're just especially aware like you have to be aware of stuff (laughs) and just imagine um, you're like sat in your living room one day (laughs) and then you're just like like the sudden like Happens so like oh fuck I gotta apply right now. <laughs> the ultra that actually I had that happen. It's like a heart. It's more of like a heart attack feeling. <laughs> dealing with, dealing with cons that's kind of like in the culture because if you it's like getting if you're going to a con and you have to get a hotel there oh, you have God, to yeah. schedule it like six months in advance. Yeah, yeah you are it's crazy. Yeah, like Ichiban, I was trying tough. to get a hotel and it, they're completely sold out. Oh, yeah, I saw oh that you were looking for a room. Really? We were actually supposed to do a panel there and we've already missed the deadline, <gasps> so we, we can't. Yeah. Totally forgot to apply. Yeah, yeah. see, doesn't it suck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you didn't get rejected. So. <laughs> That's even worse. Yeah. Well, when we applied for to do our panel at uh, Queen City, we we're like, we're a hundred percent going to get rejected here because we actually the first time last year when we went to uh, Queen City, we did it in the hallway. Yeah, we did a, po- okay. we did a podcast and episode in the hallway, like nice. completely, and we just had around. people walking by. We're like, hey, you want to you want to come over here and like <laughs> talk to us? And we look like freaks. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut. Yeah, you off. go ahead. Uh, so you're like taking down <laughs> notes. Uh, so yeah. GalaxyCon was the first one that you sold out. Uh, yeah. What was like trying to? So you just made a list of like everything that you needed to buy your little racks and your little yeah, cubicle and all you that. List everything. Hotels are done. Everything like that. And since I was going with a friend, I was like splitting the hotel with them and stuff like that. Okay, so. that's probably good. Yeah. yeah. How does the economy helps. work when you're like setting up a booth? Do you pay the venue beforehand? Do you pay yes. like a profit share? Yeah, you have to pay. Uh, I guess it's like you place an application and then sometimes it's set up to where you can uh, like 
if you get accepted, you can pay then, and like you can take a couple days to pay. Other times, it's like it's immediately out of your like account. Okay. Account, like it's gone. <laughs> like rip five hundred dollars, like whatever. So sometimes like stuff is like set up nicer to where they give you like a a chance to like respond, and then other times it's like just straight out your account. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess at that point you're just like, well, I guess I'm going to that condo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot. And then if you – a lot of stuff, like there's a lot of like fine print and things like that. And I haven't had to like cancel a con yet, but like sometimes they'll offer refunds up to like X amount of days or different things like that. Sometimes it's like absolutely no refunds under yeah. like any circumstance. It's just like I read a lot of the fine print because um, I sell like more than just my art. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't want to like – impose on like artist alley if i'm not allowed to be there and i would prefer to be a vendor but a lot of the time being a vendor requires you to have like licensed material which mine is not licensed yeah can we can we uh go through that like real quick uh like the difference between like artist alley and then the vendors yeah so artist alley in itself is typically like you have it's it's typically cheaper to be an artist alley and that price can vary from like uh, depending on the con like a hundred to like freaking four hundred dollars. Uh, but then to be a vendor, you need to you typically get a bigger space than you would an artist alley typically, and um, you typically sell licensed merchandise or. Um, you know, a lot of it's not licensed, but uh, you typically just sell merchandise versus like actual human like art. Yeah, gotcha. So, um, and typically, constantly, <clears throat> we'll keep these two things tip- separate. Yeah, separately. they always keep them really like separate by some means. Like if you look at the map, you'll see like the artist alley like is in this little area, and then this area is like a vendor. So yeah, like at Queen City, they had the vendors like. Right in the center, and then yeah, towards the outskirts. Actually, no, they had it like I guess the whole half, and then the half I was in was Artist Alley there. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I didn't, I didn't know any of the differences. Yeah, so typically, I mean, vendor booths cost a decent amount more, um, but you do get more space, and I personally really like having the space to like put my stuff because I feel like I'm like super cramped in Artist Alley because it's very. Um, it is like very cramped. Like even like sometimes they'll have like them like in these rows and like you have people like behind you like pretty close. So yeah. you the space is really nice with vendors, but at the same time, because of the nature of my prints that I'm selling, sometimes I fit better in artist alley than I would in vendor. How come? Is it just a licensing? No, it's like some places sell. Say you sell prints. You sell anime prints, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, guess who else sells a lot of anime prints? Well, that's Artist Alley. Gotcha. So you it's, kind of blend better there. Plus, that's where the anime people are going. Right. Like, that's yeah. where they're going. Whereas, like, vendor, it just it completely depends on the con, honestly. Like, it, Queen City, I would have been fine it, yeah. either. Right. But at GalaxyCon, you only fit at, like... Artist Alley, pretty much. There are like premium artist spaces that you can use, but like, yeah. And I guess we should preference like there's some some conventions are like more geared towards like anime, and then some are more geared towards like yeah, like sci-fi. Some are more geared towards like sci-fi, comic, Star Wars esque. Um, 
But then sometimes it's like they're just a mix. Like that's typically what GalaxyCon is, is just a mix. Yeah, there's Comic-Con, or not Comic-Con, but it's... Heroes Con. Heroes Con here in Charlotte, and it's... It's like a... That's... It's like comic, it's yeah, it's comic books, and you'll see a. It's more, it's like sixty percent comic people. Mm -hmm. It's like you'll see a lot of cosplayers and like Captain America or something from a comic book. But then it's like there's still like anime characters coming in and Five Nights at Freddy fur bears and stuff like that. It's because they still have, (laughs) they still have. um, If you look on the site or whatnot, it still says like for this community, this community, and this community, it's just that they're putting in effort to advertise only one community. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the community that's going to show up. But that's true. They, they kind of all, but someone, well, someone kid all. that cosplays, yeah. are like, it's convention. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I, I went to, I went to Heroes Con and like, there were a couple of anime weeps that are like snuck around and were like, like selling their whole stuff like over in a corner and like those people were cool. Like, yeah. That. It, was, it was a good time. But it, it typically, yeah. then you kind of, like, set yourself outcast a little bit when it's, like, more geared towards, like, something not anime. Mm-hmm. So if you're at, like a, like, a hunting convention or something like that, where you're, like, kind of in the middle in between, like, what the hell is this? Yeah, pretty much. It's, um, it's, you really have to be aware of, like, what you're going to. That's, like, kind of a hard thing to figure out, too, um, because... It's, it just totally depends. Like, pay attention to, like, I guess, like, the branding of it. Like, w- like look up photos from the con if yeah. you can. Like, I know some of them are small. It's kind of harder to tell. And then, like, sometimes, like, cons will move, and that'll, like, really hurt the, like, population that goes to that con. So you might go to one that's expected to be better than it is, but it's not because it moved that year. Or And then COVID, like, really messed up things I hear, like, yeah, well, I was about to ask you because I feel like you, you started. I started vending and stuff like yeah. where COVID wasn't really a problem gotcha. anymore because it's this year versus yeah. like. Like the smack dab of 2020 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I have heard of like, you know, stuff from like some of my friends and things like that. And it was, uh, I mean, some people, that's their whole livelihood. Like yeah. that really is a scary thing. Yeah, to, it probably put a real damper on yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i'm friends with like some of these people that that's like their livelihood uh, they've been doing it for one of them is like they've been doing it for like eight years he's like oh you're just a baby like you just started <laughs> like, thanks eight years for is sure. a long time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then um other people i've talked to been doing it for three four five you know i've talked to so many people it's really fun though to be at conventions because something that's so like great is that like a lot of the artists, like you're gonna be bought from by a lot of the artists that are there, which is yeah. really fun. Like because eventually, you know, we all get a break at some point. Like my boyfriend will take over, or like if I have a friend or a cousin there or whatnot, they'll take over, and I'll get to like go walk around. Yeah, I so, wanted to ask you about yeah. that. I was like, so how? What is like kind of like your work hours? Um, how does all that kind of work out? Like, how, do you set a certain amount of like I'm I'm gonna be at my booth for like twelve hours straight today? Or how does that work for you? Uh, you have times when the uh, place is open and you need to get there on time. I am awful. I am always late. <laughs> I can be in an attached hotel and I'll still be like five minutes late somehow. Um, but okay. uh, you need to be there like if you're not there, like during the day, like if you just leave your booth open, like people could steal stuff, people – you're going to be looked at on a bad light if, like, an organizer or something notices because, like, mm. 
you know, yeah. they want people to be there and experience stuff. They don't want people to not be at their booths and things like that. Have you ever had so, anybody, anything like stolen or anything like that? I haven't that? noticed anything stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Freak out if something is. But, I mean, I really, I mean, it's... That yeah. seems like very easy it's, to do at a con. I swear it's really not. Like, we see a lot. Like, yeah. we can see everything y'all do, even if we're kind of, like, oh, really? busy. Like, it's, yeah. There's no. that spatial it, awareness again. It really I is. Like, I feel like if anything's going to be stolen from my booth, it would be, like, the bookmarks. Because they're small and a lot of people are touching them and, like, ask, like telling me what they want. Yeah. Or, like, things like that. But, like, if it's, like, I mean, I just haven't had anything stolen. I feel like it would be kind of difficult to just because like the artists are like paying attention even if they're kind of busy like i'm yeah. a scatterbrain a lot but like there's two of us typically at a booth it's probably pretty easy but at the same time like we we have nothing else to do but like sit for like <laughs> hours watch. and watch and like the only time it would really be easy to at like an artist alley booth is if we're like literally turned around grabbing something for someone else yeah so like so like yeah, it, artist a, alley. It's like very small. And like I, I imagine because like the community there, because it's all I'm sure yeah. a lot of you guys are traveling. You just happen to mm -hmm. see a lot of the same people all over the time. So I imagine yeah. the, how's the community aspect of like being a vendor at, at cons and stuff like that. It's really fun. Um, I'm not one of the more like social like. I'll talk to people and everything, but I'm not gonna be there like after hours like at a dance or like anything like that yeah. i am yeah you've just, been at work all day <laughs> i am just and i've been cosplaying like it, yeah it yeah. you know i'm like really like i think about it i'm like i am like the only like person dumb enough to cosplay like most days at cons like <laughs> but that's fucking it's a vendor cool, or it's a great it's a great artist alley person too. yeah that's fucking yeah. cool. It's really fun to, like, I actually do, like, take time to, like, go and walk around. And, like, sometimes I'll find an area where, like, people are doing photo shoot stuff. And, like, people will ask me to take photos. And I'll get those and really fun stuff. So that's always super great. So I do like actually taking time away from my booth to go and uh, do that. But um, Networking. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> except for that half the time that I don't even have a business card on. <laughs> I always forget. I get so mad at myself because I'll be like already like so far away. I'm like, I'm not walking back, but I'll just Love tell them. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I get some cool photos. I meet some really cool people or I take photos with people and then I'll be like, come find me at my booth later or whatnot, you know. So that's always fun. But um, again, I am really lucky because I always have someone with me in my right. booth. If you notice, like a lot of the time there's only like one person there. Yeah. So I'm just very lucky to have um, my boyfriend or, you know, sometimes I have the vendor booths and I can have even more than like two people. So um, I'll have like a friend or a cousin with me or something like that. So that's always really fun. So do you guys always like travel together and everything? Mm -hmm. I just don't really, I know he doesn't want me to go alone either, but I, I do not trust people like yeah. Yeah, enough no, it's, it's to be there, yeah. a girl and alone. Uh, just, no, I yeah. really don't. I mean, the cities, like we're at, you know, cities a lot of the time. It's not some rural area where like really nobody's going to be there and like bother you. Like you're a city and there's going to be like people at night. Like, you know, people yeah. are out and it's just not the best group of people that are out at night sometimes. And it's like we've had a couple instances where it's like, okay. Or like we've heard stories of like people being almost robbed, people being like eyed to be robbed, people running at people yeah. or just different things like that. Like just being in the cities. So like, that's daunting. I really don't go out much after a convention unless it's like not 
like a very far walk away. Yeah, yeah. But even then, like, it's still like you can still run into some really sketchy people yeah. right outside a hotel. Do like you it, live in a city or? I live like I live like in a small town. OK. So I'm also just not used to people yeah. in like a large capacity it really stresses me out like charlotte to be like you around. can see some really like crazy stuff yes. like when you're in the city in the weekend or we, something like that yeah to get used to that the first time at like our conventions we were overstimulated and about to have a panic attack just like walking around and navigating all these mm -hmm. people just trying to talk there's so much chaos yeah at convention yeah it it's less of i mean that that is always something yeah. truly if you have a problem with like you know um being overwhelmed and stuff like that like Conventions are kind of, they're kind of tough. Uh, it I is nice though being like in <laughs> yeah. a community though because like kind of when there is a con going on, yeah, you can watch literally the. I when I, I remember when I went to Animazement, they all these cosplayers just took over the like that part of the city yeah. for a long time. You just yep. see all these crazy. <laughs> Everyone's just dressed up and they're in like a subway just this ordering is, food. I think of this one person I ran into at this con. It was called like Anime USA and it was recently. I ran into them in the bathroom and I was like fixing my wig and stuff like that. Like I, because a lot of the time I'm so late always. Like I have a problem. I, <laughs> I do. And so I was getting there and I was like, I had my boyfriend at the booth and I was like, I'm going to the bathroom, going to put my wig on, you know, my costume's already on. I look like I'm like ready for like a business meeting because I'm Makima. Yeah. And I'm going to go put my wig on. And when okay. I'm doing that, um, I run into this girl and she's like talking to me because, you know, we're girls. We talk in the bathroom. It's what we do. And um, so I'm talking to her and she's like, yeah, you, just don't, you know, don't want to be like, I couldn't put this on outside because I didn't want to be hate crime. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like please it really wasn't like a it was early and it really wasn't a huge convention so yeah. i get where she's coming from but like the city we were in like wasn't even like that dangerous i was like girl it is like 10 a.m right now we're fine <laughs> you're safe it's okay it's it's all right. so it was just really good like i think of that all the time like gonna get hate crime like that was just the funniest thing to me I'm like to hear crime. in the bathroom like just out of nowhere from this cosplayer beside me i was like Okay, that's gonna live <laughs> rent free in my head forever. There is a lot of interesting things happen when it's because people just when there's a convention going on, it's just like a lot of people just let loose. Dude, uh, yeah, I, I I will never get tired of telling this. I will tell the story for as long as I can. Are you, talking, are you gonna tell the furry story? Yes, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went to MacFest in like 2016. Oh yeah, my I had a photographer friend that's going there. Yeah, oh, really? yeah. MacFest mm -hmm. is great. I haven't been yeah. since 2016. Okay, cool. Tell me about it. I'd love um, to know. Well, it was it was an interesting convention because it was not only was it absolutely massive mm -hmm. and it was like my first convention. There's a lot of like musicians there because yeah. it's like a music, music and, and gaming. gaming. Yes, and so half the con I had no idea what it was. Okay, uh, but I we landed in MacFest and it's this massive, gorgeous hotel and it's just overrun with cosplayers and mm -hmm. furries and all of that good stuff. And I love the I unironically love the furry community. I love what they're about. I love what they stand for. Uh, but I remember getting into the MacFest in 2016. It has been four hours yes. since the doors opened. Yeah. And over the intercom or like through murmurs of people, they've been talking. Security guards like came rushing into the hotel part mm -hmm. of the of the convention. Yeah. And then little murmurs started showing up. It's just like, oh, did you hear about the the group of furries that were like having an or drug fueled orgy in a hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> it took like four hours and they already got kicked out 
And so like what? all the little the little murmur started happening and people were like like other furries were talking about it. It's just like, hey, be careful in your hotel room. These people already got kicked out. And then we hear over the intercom uh, or like announcement that's saying like illicit substances will warrant like an immediate like banning from the grounds of the oh hotel room. God. It was fucking crazy. And so that whole weekend it was all full of like just furries going wild. And oh like, my god. The crazy thing about that story yeah. is they didn't call the cops, they called animal control. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite joke to use when we tell a story. I can I, I know that it's a good joke because Braden's so in They just got like some guy in like one of those things that they use on dogs where it's like the stick and he's like, Get like, cut! <laughs> He's at how is oh you know those little trap mirror cages? It's just like a big one. The <laughs> <laughs> human cage, but it's just a big furry in there. Uh, no, wait, the, were they arrested and brought out like in their furry gear, or like since it was an orgy, was it like off? Like I, I need. Oh, it's I, on! It's for <laughs> sure on. <laughs> like I mean, is it? Furry custom says on endurance. <laughs> I, I don't. Think it, it was fucking wild. I don't know about it because I never saw them. But it was, I saw, I remember walking through like a hotel room and there was smoke coming out of like one of the hotel rooms. What the f- And like the smoke triggered the smoke alarm and that's what put the security guard people to the room. And then it turns out they were just like smoking spot and doing cocaine and fucking like, and they got banned like four hours. It took them four hours. Four hours in. How yeah. do you? They had four hours in a dream. That's what they had. Uh, <laughs> I even forgot how we got there, but. I'm into it. Like, have you seen any crazy shit like that at cons? Because I feel like the people at cons, Dude, like, just... they view us as like reserved little nerds. But a lot of us go fucking crazy in in cons. A lot of the community that is like a, there wild. is like I feel like a, a, a big yeah. percentage of people as soon as they hit the the con, they're like, yeah. let's get fucking lit. During let's that, go in the the little lounge during a Queen City Anime Con. Like I saw oh, yeah. cosplayers that I'd seen the whole day be like super quiet and reserved. For suddenly, like I saw an Adori throwing ass in the middle of the dance floor. Right, the dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. But the whole time I'd seen that person and they were just like super quiet, like grabbing around with like a little snag and fucking let, let loose, man. I, I guess you, you probably don't see a lot of that. You're at your I booth really all day. I don't and get to see a lot of the fun stuff. I get to see like fun cosplays, but like other than that, I don't like see crazy. Uh-oh. I, I <laughs> Something's parked. No, it's not crazy. It's just there's always, like, I swear at these conventions, there's always, like, someone screaming like a like it's a Zanetsu that's, like, chasing a Nezuko, like, screaming Uh-oh. and running, like, through the convention. I, I always see something, like, kind of there's, – there's normally something maybe – like that, but a lot of the conventions I'm at are pretty chill. Like, can really? you cut the, can you cut this next part out? Yeah, Brian, uh, hang on. Sure. Brian, cut <laughs> cut this next part out, okay? Because I'm name dropping. I mean, I know, but it's always the Nazis because they're always screaming and running. And at the end of GalaxyCon, there's always like a group of people, at least in Raleigh, just throwing ass, like right there. Oh yeah. No. Far away out, they're just over there throwing ass in a circle, like it's wild. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. The little dance area right at top. Yes, and uh, yes. Oh my God, I remember like my friends saying like there was a Kea. Like in a, there was like a ballroom dance somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember which con, maybe Animazement. There was like a ballroom dance area, and like someone dressed up as that Genshin carrier, 
character, Kea, could be yeah. saying that wrong. Don't know. I don't know. They're the hot one with blue hair. Um, and uh, <laughs> that's probably like three of them. But they were like, <laughs> they There's got so in trouble. Genshin. They got in trouble for like busting it down on the dance floor. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, they were like, no, this is a ballroom dance. And they're like fucking like down there. Yeah. Have you ever been yeah, to one crazy. of the raves? Have you ever seen one of those? That's when people see, really start seeing. I know, see. and I haven't because I'm tired. Good, don't go into that. Yeah. Me too. I don't know how you did it. Like Queen City anime, I was just like yes, shooting stuff. Queen City had like they had like a part where you had to be 21 plus. They had like the dance area, and mm. I would like see people open the door. I was like, "Damn, that looks crazy," and then just like head to the room. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly my response to it. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I went and filmed it. I was, I had to, cause I live on the edge of Charlotte and I was driving in. So I was driving 40 minutes to get to this con and then I would drive 40 minutes back and then I had to, and I was filming everything. So I, I spent all day in cosplay at the con and then I had to go film the rave. And then I was like, at the end of that, I was like, I'm, I'm literally going to yeah, like, you just, look like you're going to throw up. At I, the end of the night. I, well, yeah, dude, I was we to the panel. Our panel was uh, on Sunday. Yeah. And I, I see him and he's like hung over and like fucking dying. I was just I slamming soju <laughs> just all day and just like filming. It was great. That's fucking cool. Um, so you don't see anything crazy at cons because you're just kind of like at your really booth. don't. Yeah. I am like disappointed in this because this sounds I, great, but I just can't I would think be, of anything great that I've seen. I'd be remiss if I don't ask like do you, how many people walk like come to your booth and they just like smell awful because that's such a big thing at cons. <laughs> do you normally like smell people? Wait, there's so many people. There's yeah. so many sweaty people at cons. Well, I always have like a mask on, like always, always. And I really can't say I'm like out sniffing people. But like, yeah. well, it's not like, yeah, I'm not like, saying like no one's actively trying to sniff. Like, like it's, yeah. It's a con and there's like icky air and like stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. I feel like we really do put up with like a whole lot of like, like tiny inconveniences that by the end of the weekend, you just want to take like, you just want to burn your skin off in the shower. It's just like the amount of people, people breathing in on mm-hmm. you. When it's you leave like, for the day at the con, you always yeah. feel sticky. Yeah. It doesn't I matter. You, you could have been fine all day, but when yeah. you, as soon as you leave that sticky air, you're like, ooh, what is, I'm <laughs> readjusting back to normal air and it, it feels weird out here. Yeah. <laughs> so do you like travel to a lot of cons? Yeah, I travel to a decent amount of conventions. Um, I mainly stay on East Coast and stuff just mm-hmm. because that's easiest to drive to. Um, if I ever do start flying to places, I will go to like some of the bigger cons that don't like coincide with cons that are like around me yeah. on the East Coast and stuff. Um, but yeah, I've been down to Florida and my most recent con was like up in Ohio. So oh, I'm. Wow excited to travel a bit more in the next uh, year um, as long as I don't miss application periods. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is there a con that you're like kind of like looking like it's a dream con to go to and like sell your stuff? Uh, I really would love to go to like um, I guess it's like I really want to go to Anime NYC. Like I really do. Like I really want to go to that one. Um, I could I just would have to drive and or no fly. I'd have to fly, yeah, and that like is like a whole. I mean, I mean, I mean, I could drive it, but that sounds horrible to drive <laughs> in New York City. Yeah. So I would have to fly, and that would be a new experience for me. That like 
I'm not used to. And I also have, like, stuff that, like, doesn't fit in bags. So, like, I would have to buy, like, different items in place of those, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. I'd have to figure that out. Like, it's it's a lot to figure out. Like, I mean, it is a lot to figure out when you're driving to conventions, but it's a whole other thing if you're, like, flying. It just depends on, like, what There's a lot doing. of crazy logistics that probably involved with, like, trying Either. to I mean, get all you know. items and everything. Yeah. So I'd have to, like... Um, get just get a few different items with other items that will actually fit in like suitcases and stuff like that so just be a different process it's really not like the worst i'm not like scared of flying it's just i'm scared of my stuff not showing up at the airport that sounds awful yeah did you ever like notice like a spike between like when you're selling online uh marketing yourself and mm -hmm. then when you started going to conventions did it ever go up from just like talking word of mouth and everything to people uh you'll get followers and stuff like that um because they'll buy from you or they'll take your business card and like people will follow you and things like that but um otherwise you have to be like consistent with like engagement and like posting and things like that to really see like the fruit of like your effort on yeah. that one i'm terrible so <laughs> that's it's not a full-time job the best. so yeah um it'd be better the people that i've seen be the most successful uh they post not every day but maybe every week and they post um reels and tiktoks or they do tiktoks and a lot of the time i mean people are so invested on the video content right now the short video content it is really like key um yeah that's like a huge um benefit if you can use it would be like not putting money necessarily into um ads i'd say i mean that is helpful to like start off and like get people to know you and see you and stuff like that i have a lot of followers i think from like california because of that because i targeted my ads there but um it's it's such a process to really see like just see what is working and what's not but i would say a great place to start would be like posting once a week and uh doing short form video content yeah. it can really blow up short form yeah short form video content is a really organic way right yeah. now it can up. really blow up because there's just not – it's not oversaturated yet. Yeah. But photos are. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So create – also, this is one thing. Create content people want to share. They want to share. They want to send their friend. They think it's funny. Those things are always going to do a lot better than if you're just marketing like very – I mean, serious – Shots have a purpose, but the best thing is always to be interesting or funny, basically. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. We got to offer a comedy game, Crockett. That's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we got to start wrapping up soon, but I wanted to ask you if someone like if someone were to like ask you for advice on how to start selling at conventions or, or do the thing that you're doing. Yeah. How would how would someone someone like. That it's just going to cons, but they have they have like art, and they yeah. want to like kind of get into the space that you're in now. How would they go about doing that? I would just basically do what I did and like pay attention to what other people are doing and pay attention to what you like. Um, see, I mean, I might not personally do my stuff, but I do know like or not all of my stuff, but I do know of plenty of brands that do, plenty of brands that don't. Um, really work on work on your art work on finding ways to share it on social media 
definitely see what's in your area to um, vend or um, sell at. Uh, it could even be like small little like um, like street festival stuff if you think the area is one that has like people that like anime or whatnot that go to it. Um, I'm just not near any of those, but you know, there's different ways, lots of different ways to get into stuff. Use platforms as stepping stones. Like I like used Etsy to get my start and at least got the confidence to continue on to like bigger projects from there. Um, because people, if you like something, there will be other people that will like that thing as well. Yeah. You know? So, oh, yeah. um, it's just trying to reach that is like the yeah, hard part. It is. And that's why I say like, if you make, I'm not really a funny person, so I struggle more with like funny content, but if you can, if you're an artist, like, you know, I always see artists say this, like, they'll be like, oh, like I've spent so much time on this piece. It's, you know, cost me my like whole right arm working this week because it's in so much pain. It's so great. Spent like 27 gazillion hours on it and it gets like no likes. But you know what does is like a funny little meme thing uh, yeah. that they post. So I can tell yeah, you exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not saying like water down your brain with that, but like shareable content. Every, every <laughs> Nintendo direct Twitter artist will They'll have like all their normal content, mm -hmm. but they'll just make one meme out of like Dude, within seconds. Within seconds, the and then it just skyrockets. Yeah. It, I watch it every time there's a Nintendo Direct. There's like a bunch of art that just starts like going crazy. Yeah, just and also like the easiest thing is to befriend people in that community. Like I had my friend Skylar, and she was great to bounce questions off of or anything like that so just um talk to people in the community or online or everything like that just be safe with it but other than that um yeah just talk to people um be friendly and yeah work on like what work on this is really important work on like specifically what you want to do um i want to work with villains and that's probably not the most prosperous thing but it's what i like so i like to work with that um yeah. but other people you know like like chibi stuff like cute stuff so just figure out what you want to focus on and just go ham on it yeah pretty much just go hard <laughs> just go ham. yeah you'll you'll find your style too if you aren't quite at that point yet i would just definitely like work on yourself your brand what you want to platform on and you will burn yourself out if you're not careful so invest the energy you have into what you want to do pretty much yeah oh yeah and if someone wanted to like find your stuff where could they find that uh and like maybe purchase i am on instagram i'm most active i have like a facebook a twitter and a tiktok i will get more into tiktok soon but i have links um in my bio to in these places so you can find my store there at um, malicioussociety.com and you can purchase pretty much anything that's at cons and more there so yeah and you're on instagram twitter instagram, twitter tiktok and I don't really go to the Facebook, so yeah. And definitely uh, don't go to the Etsy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, Etsy, Etsy gone too. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I. It's really funny because you might be. I, you're the first person I've encountered that has actually been the MC from Etsy. I just thought that I just you too. 
Yeah, I, I was about to say he's banned too. I mean, dang, that's so fucking funny. We out here like we're not even like testing the waters. We're just like <laughs> causing problems. You know, it is kind of funny because we did we got DMC'd once, and it was directly from Mappa. Yeah, it was a it was a Chainsaw Man episode, right? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even the algorithm. Someone from Mappa saw one of my videos, and then they're <laughs> like, absolutely not. No, yeah. what? They yeah, took the, they took the. We had I think it was Which the outro. Platform? It was uh, it was YouTube. Yeah, it was YouTube. Uh, we still have that strike to this day. Yeah, we still have that strike. It takes like <laughs> for ninety days. days. <laughs> oh god! Uh, but it was a uh, it was a Chainsaw Man episode two review, and I yeah. think Crockett played like thirty seconds of the oh, outro. Yeah, I so it. I like slice in like their ending theme songs, mm-hmm. and I've been sli- I was just slicing them up, but I got lazy at one point, and I just let one play uh, fully, <laughs> and I and I just never it just never occurred to me because there was so much going on yeah. that I never just didn't slice that one part up, mm-hmm. and because I didn't. I didn't have any of their audio in there, but just because that one animation of an ending played out, yeah. they hit me for yeah. it. Oh, yeah. God. So I, the funny thing is, I just imagine some like Mappa guy like going to this eight hundred, yeah, eight hundred and sixty-four <laughs> subscriber YouTube going like fuck that guy in particular. He's for like, that video. you gonna take, you gonna take my money <laughs> out of my. <laughs> I haven't seen my family in three days, and so you gonna take my <laughs> fucking, fucking money? Fucking <laughs> money? <laughs> anyway. I'll be damned. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining us this week. Uh, we will see you next week for another episode. Uh, Mel, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, uh, thank for you joining guys us. For and me. if you guys, uh, all the all her links are going to be down in the bio. So if you want to go purchase anything or check out her store, all that, send her a me- nice message. Just go yeah. down to the links below. Please go support Mel. Go support the Malicious Society. Uh, yeah. Here are all the all the things. Again, I'm also going to put them on the screen. Yay. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, us. Yeah, thank you yes. so much. I, you drove like an hour and a half to come here, so we appreciate yeah. it. It was only an hour, so that was good. But, but you had to drive yeah. through Charlotte traffic. I did so have like, to drive through Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. That is an experience. I'm so sorry. That yeah. was like an emotional 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, thank you guys so much. And thank you all so much for watching. Uh, we will see you next week. And uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Bye, you guys. Bye.